Taking care of a little can be torture, but Lovely Marks makes it easy. With their customizable binkies, I can get all the peace and quiet I want, and my little gets all the humiliation they deserve. If their I poop my pants binky doesn't do the trick, try a paddle. These ergonomic handle bamboo paddles provide absolute comfort on one side and absolute discomfort on the other. Your little will break far before this thing does. And the best part, you can get it personalized with laser engraving. Just for Newsy Nook listeners, Lovely Marks is offering 10% off your next order. Just use promo code NewsyBaby at LovelyMarks.com. Try it today, because your bottom deserves some Lovely Marks. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsy's Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pants. I am your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsy's Nook, I deep dive into a fantasy I think a lot of ABDLs have, wearing diapers 24-7. This week in Newsy's Nook, wearing diapers and being ABDL, I know for at least me, has made me a happier and to an extent better person. So it's only natural that I would want to wear them full time. I believe this is a fantasy a lot of other padded butts have. This week I sit down with River, who has worn diapers for nearly a year now, full time. We talk about why he chose to go 24-7, what motivates him to stay 24-7, and any advice he would give to someone thinking about going 24-7. Well, thank you, River, for coming to Newsy's Nook. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. So I get messaged all the time with when are you going to do a 24-7 episode? When are you going to do a 24-7 episode? And just because of the nature of my job, I, I don't think I could ever be 24-7. But it seems like a lot of people are interested in the idea you are 24-7. How did you get started being 24-7? Well, first, I want to say thank you for setting me up for all of that pressure. If you've had all of these people messaging you about this episode, uh, I feel like I have a lot to live up to here. But uh, and I want to come back to your comment about uh, your job there and not being able to go 24-7. So uh, let's loop back around to that. But uh, personally, my journey into 24-7 has been a journey. It's been like a nine-year process of kind of starting and stopping and going for extended periods and then having those moments where I'm like, what am I doing here? Um, and this last sort of period of being 24-7, I'm almost at one year which is the longest period that I have ever gone and there have been a lot of factors that have like played into that but my journey started when I first met someone who was 24-7 they went 24-7 when they were about my age uh at the time that I met them and it was this sort of feeling of like "Ooh, you can do that like you can just go 24-7 it was this novel sort of idea to me it was pre-twitter uh ABDL community sort of thing we were still in the tumblr era uh, I think even Are You Padded was still around. So it was uh, a, quite a time ago when it just didn't feel like it was this thing that people were talking about. Mm -hmm. And so I met this person. They told me about their journey. I started asking questions like, how did you do it? Like, what advice do you have for me? Like, what should I consider if I'm going to go 24-7? And so I just kind of tried diving into it. I think maybe I lasted a month. Um, it was one of those things where I was in school, um, there were a lot of stressors around me and just financially, it didn't feel like something that I could, uh, manage at the time. Yeah. So, diapers are expensive. Diapers are very expensive. Uh, yeah. You learn that very well, even before you're 24 seven, you realize that. Um, yeah. so it's one of those things that, uh, it, it can be prohibitive. Like there's, there's not everyone can maybe feel like they can go 24 seven. Um, and I think there's something to be said for kind of approaching 24 seven in a unique way for every person. So, um, I think to, to kind of wrap up how I went 24 seven and, and what happened there, like this last go around, um, I basically just decided to get rid of underwear. Um, that was, that was a big piece. It was like me and my partner, we made that decision. I went on a trip last August to visit family. 
and didn't bring any underwear with me. My partner came back. He basically took my underwear drawer and set it aside. He even used these like twist tie things so that we couldn't access them. And then about maybe six months into it, we had a little bit of a bonfire. Wow. Like one, the ultimate fantasy and two kind of talk about a catalyst to totally change your life, just getting rid of all your underwear. And I know a lot of people fantasize about that, but you actually did it. You And you're saying like actually getting rid of the underwear is a huge factor because right, you didn't have any underwear to wear. You only had diapers. Exactly. It's a, it's a huge motivator. You have nothing really to fall back on except for free balling. Um, and honestly, I think most people in this community, if they're like me, they, they don't enjoy that. So <laughs> it's a, it's an easy way to just kind of stick with it in, in that way. And how cool is that? You said you have a partner that like super supports you. I mean, how, how awesome is that? Absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very blessed to have that. Uh, not everyone can say it and he has been, yeah, very supportive of it. He has seen differences in like how I am when I'm wearing versus when I'm not. And I think that's a large factor of why I've made this decision to go 24 seven. It is for like my mental wellness. It's something that I enjoy. It's something that's like life is too short to live, like too short not to mm -hmm. honestly, like do the things that you enjoy if you can. And yeah, kind of just run with it if you're if you're able to, and that's something that you want to try. Does the novelty wear off though? Because I know there's a couple times where, you know, I'll wear for a week, and then I'm like, all right, I can't get anything done because I just have this cloth on me, and I'm constantly wetting myself, which is a hot fantasy. But then I always feel like, by like the fourth or fifth day, for me, the novelty wears off. Did the novelty ever wear off when you started your twenty four seven journey? I wouldn't say that novelty ever wore off, um, but I did say like I, I had these starts and stops. Like over the last nine years, I've, I've made a lot of different attempts at this and the times where I was like, no, I, I just need to like quit this for now. It's I guess it was kind of my version of the binge and purge uh, minus, minus the purge. Um, like I binged, I binged, I binged, and then life got stressful, work got stressful, things around me just kind of piled up. And it was easier not to wear during those times. Um, but I think just like I got over a binge purge cycle as like a young ABDL, um, now like having done this for nine years on and off wearing probably more like 90% close to the time, even when I still had underwear, um, I've kind of just overcome that sort of stress of not wanting to wear. And I think, like I said, like not having an option to fall back on is really helpful. Uh, that said, I do still own two pairs of underwear. So I've got a pair of Batman underoos that I could not get rid of. Um, they are just like, they hold a special place in my heart. They're just like, I've had them forever, which is a weird thing to admit about underwear, I suppose. Um, they're they're in good condition, though. Don't worry, folks. Um, and then a pair that I will wear when I go for massages, um, just because I'm not ready for that relationship to change with my masseuse. If I ever go with a new massage therapist, hey, maybe I will. Um, but right now, like, that's the that's the sort of breaking point. Quick question, just because you still do wear underwear in some instances, do you mm -hmm. find that your bladder is weaker? I think because I am very much wearing them for only about like an hour or so, it hasn't been noticeable. Um, oh, okay. There are those times though where I'm like maybe like airing out, um, just kind of like showered, not ready to put another diaper on that I'm like, oh yeah, like I feel like I, I need to like pee a whole lot more um so it's funny though because like once i actually diaper up i feel like i have more control um sounds like this weird sort of like brain thing that's going on but it's it, i think it's maybe like the the security of it and i'm like yeah like it, it's it's all good um certainly there are times where it's like oh yeah just non-stop but otherwise it doesn't feel like there's been like a, a loss of control how fun so could you give any advice to someone let's say they're starting their 24 7 journey 
and they kind of did what you did, right? They got rid of all their underwear minus maybe two. And to them, the novelty is wearing off. Or maybe there's uh, the challenges of work or the challenges of money or something like that. Is there anything that, at least for you, that you kind of go back to to go like, no, this is a journey I want to go on and I'm just going to have to weather these challenges? Yeah, I think sometimes it's just kind of considering why you made that choice and looking at what you consider to be the benefits. Like for myself, I... I am generally in a better mood. It like makes me happy. I sleep better for it. Um, it's just really sort of revisiting those and and taking a moment, like take a breath, take a pause, consider why you decided to either like tear up all your underwear, throw them out, give them to a friend, toss them in a fire like I did, um, and just kind of sit with it and see where you're at. Um, I do think there's something to be said, though, for like letting yourself take a small step back. Like if you need to just shift what you're doing there, sometimes you're not going to do like a BDF every single day. Um, and maybe you're just like wearing trainers or something like that. Like shifting it around and seeing what feels right is sometimes good to do as well. And um, I think there's this idea that 24 7 is the same for everyone which i mm -hmm. really don't think it is um i think we're gonna we're gonna talk about that so i don't want to well let's go ahead. into it because i yeah. know you're excited to talk about it so you were telling me before this that your neighbor little jd wrote on my twitter because i made a post about you know what advice would you give to be 24 7 and he wrote something down profound that i was like wow i I guess this is true. 24-7 means different things to different people. And we were talking before this interview how you, that really resonates with you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, shout out to little JD. Hey, bud. Um, it's it's interesting. I think there's, like I said, there's this preconceived notion of what 24-7 means. Um, it's basically like no toilet um, diapers all the time and like tab diapers uh but i think you also have to look at the factors that'll allow you to be 24 7 um you have to be reasonable about it like i have to like i have to recognize that i have a privilege here and that i chose this this is something that i chose that i am able to do because of certain means because of where i'm positioned in life like it took me nine years to get here to be financially able to do this um but there may be folks who really want to be 24 seven, but can't afford to do the like three diapers a day at like two to four to, if you're looking at trusts, like $7 a day sort mm -hmm. of thing. I'm speaking in Canadian too. So uh, hmm. you, you Americans do the conversions there. You've got it cheaper. Um, but sometimes you just can't do that. And so you have to be reasonable with yourself and kind to yourself in that way. And like, don't, don't break the bank trying to go 24 seven. Um, you could wear pull-ups, you could wear trainers. Uh, you can switch it up and just like, if you want thick underwear, like that's, that's a way to do it. Um, but then it's also considering like, what are you doing? Like if you're 24 seven, are you wedding and messing? Or maybe you're just wearing the diapers. Um, I personally don't mess. It's not, not my jam. Uh, I know a lot of folks, uh, including yourself, are are big into that. Um, <laughs> I feel called out. I, I've I've listened to the podcast. I know, um, but yeah, like it, it it's not a thing for me. So some folks may say, "Well, okay, that's not true twenty four seven because you're not fully using them for what they're intended, or you're still using the toilet." But to me, I'm still wearing diapers every day, um, whether or not. I'm messing in them. I'm, I still consider myself 24 seven. So I, I, I think there is this like flexibility with it. It's, it's understanding like, why are you making the decision? What, what feels right to you and what feels achievable? Right. So I, I like how you brought up, you know, there's different factors that go into being 24 seven. You brought up the financial one, you brought up mess or no mess. I think that's a big one for a lot of people. What about, you know, work means? I mean, 
I could tell you, at least for my job, I am constantly going from my desk out into the field, back to my desk. I'm meeting with these very, I won't say like high influential people, but I'm like talking to some pretty big names within town. Um, and I can speak for my partner who works in the hospital setting. I, he doesn't get a break. Did those play factors when you're, when, or did those factors play any role when you were thinking about going 24 seven? Were you thinking about like, yes, my job allows me to kind of have that flexibility of being 24 seven? Yeah. I mean, it, it's certainly a consideration. I have done 24 seven stints where I worked in retail, where I, um, uh, worked in a like nine to five desk job. Now I work somewhere where I am like mostly at a desk, but there's a lot of like running around and I'm dealing with high ups in our company. Like I'm, I'm pretty close to the top there. Um, humble brag. Mm. Um, so it's, it's one of those things where, yeah, certainly you're thinking about it and you've got to give that consideration. Um, however, it's also sort of adapting what you're wearing to meet those needs. Mm. So Again, I think it's this idea that we all think about like ABDL diapers or like the trusts where they're all huge capacities, massively thick, that sort of thing. Um, one of the things that you really have to consider when you're going 24-7 is having a variety of options mm. when you're looking at your stash. Um, it's considering like, okay, if I'm going to be wearing a suit today, well, I'm not going to be going out wearing like a little pause necessarily uh, because that's just not going to fit under my suit pants. So uh, I may pivot and wear like a Tenna Maxi or kind of what my boyfriend or my partner considers to be cheating is to wear a pull-up. Um, mm -hmm. But it, it, you kind of shift it around there. Um, I think the biggest challenge though with work tends to be being able to change. So you said your partner works in healthcare. Uh, in a hospital and so yeah like you may not have those breaks or those opportunities that you can kind of build into a more typical office job um, or if you're working retail you have set breaks um, and know when you'll have those uh, but I do know some folks who are 24 7 who work in healthcare they've managed to make it work um, I can't speak to that because I've never worked in a hospital but um, I, I think if like where there's a will there's a way when it comes to this. So it's it's really just adapting your work lifestyle around this lifestyle choice. Quick question. When so we were talking about how 24/7 means different things to different people. <laughs> Do you count cuz I think there's this fantasy of oh I'm 24/7 I've completely lost control of <laughs> my bladder. Would you make the counter argument that 24 seven doesn't mean that, that it could just mean I'm wearing a diaper and if I think I'm going to leak, yeah, I'll hold it. Or maybe I'm going too fast. Maybe I'll hold it a little bit until my job or my life or whatever I'm doing allows me to go change. Would you, would you make that argument? 100%. Yeah. I know some folks who have gone 24 seven and will still like, and it, it may be like that they notice that their bladder is weaker and they're like i'm just going to wear 24 7 for that security mm -hmm. um and that may, may be more of a need than a desire to wear 24 7 but they'll they'll like hold it and they'll try and get to the bathroom if they can they're not necessarily using the diaper all the time um so th there is certainly that as well let's go quickly into you know you brought up variety and i know when I asked others on Twitter what advice they would give, a lot of them brought up like have a variety with you or on you when you are 24-7. Could you give a little tip, like little little nuggets of advice for like different settings and maybe what they can, should consider, you know, be it work, movies, going out with friends? Like what do you consider in choosing a diaper when you are 24-7? Yeah, absolutely. So I think it is kind of what setting I'm going to be in for one is a big thing. What I know I'll be wearing, like what are what are my clothing options that I can wear around that diaper? Um, and then understanding like what my, like I, I, I think about when I will be able to change next, like what setting I'm entering into and what options are available to me there. So in certain cases where I may not be as familiar with the lay of the land, I might actually go with something thinner. Um, the reason being that it might be easier for me to sort of, uh, I call it the hip shimmy is to sort of like 
take the diaper down as if it was a pull-up um, and still use the bathroom. So that way I'm like less inclined to just soak through it. And then I'm stuck with like a super thick wet diaper that I can't get rid of. Right. Um, that's, that, that's challenging. So could you give a recommendation on a thin diaper? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I don't know how they are now because it's been a couple of years since I've tried them because we don't get them up here in Canada. Oh no. Uh, but the North Shore Supreme. Oh, okay. Are really solid. I think some people might think, well, well, those are pretty thick, but like, I think compared to ABDL diapers, they're pretty, pretty thin. Mm -hmm. Um, so those are good. If you can get your hands on the Tena Maxi, those are like a quality inner diaper that are still like quite good as far as volume um i think i bought all of the canadian stock of the smalls uh when abu had a case sale going on uh so sorry to anybody else that was looking for those um so those would be some like thinner ones you could go with like a north shore pull up um atns if you're feeling kind of risky um because those things are paper thin but uh there's there's certainly options there and i think one of the things to keep in mind is that you have to sort of weave in, like if you're ABDL, you'll have all of like the premium stuff. You'll have the things that are like fun and like crazy absorbent, but you have to work in the medical stuff as well. It's kind of a necessity at this point. Right. A question that I thought of as you were talking, have you had to change your style at all being 24 seven? Cause you know, I, I know at least for me, when I do wear a diaper, I can't even imagine wearing any of my like, more form-fitting pants because yeah. i'm like that would just be crazy obvious have you had to change your style at all being 24 7 i haven't no um one of those things so i am uh we didn't get a chance to meet at capcon i know you were at cap um like i i saw you kind of uh, out of the periphery of my eye in a distance um, i think we were two of the shortest people there how short um, are you i am like five four though i tell people i'm five nine I'm five four two. Oh my gosh, you are short. Yes. No so, one saw us. <laughs> no one saw us. We were a, like we were just a couple of like kiddos and a... just a couple of kiddos that everyone's like, "Where's that kid?" Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I um, clothing has always been a challenge for me, being vertically challenged. I'm <laughs> sure you can uh, you can yeah. relate. Yes. So, they, they don't make pants in our size. They don't make pants in our size, and like when they do, they're like what is going on here? Like the, the legs are all of a sudden way too billowy or oh, yeah. way, like somehow way too short, but way too long. It's, it's. Yeah. Pants short for people short, pe know. short people yeah. problems, you know? Yeah. Short um, people problems. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I have done my best to maintain my style within this. I think the biggest factor is actually, I just, I started a new job two years ago that required me to be a little more formal than my previous work. Um, so that was a bit of a challenge where I had to like find slacks that would fit and, uh, conceal things, mm. but there's fortunately like, a a trend towards baggier sort of wide leg pants when it comes to more of that, uh, business casual wear. So right. that's been good. Like Uniqlo has been fantastic for that for me. Um, but I still wear skinny jeans, um, I'll wear crop tops and just make sure that like the waistband is tucked in. Um, and it, yeah, it is. It's really just like, if I know what I'm wearing, I'm going to adapt the diaper to that. And if I know who I'm hanging out with, like if I'm hanging out with other ABDLs, I'll be a little more risky. Um, <laughs> it's just like, I, I know no one else is looking and no one else is paying attention, which is a big thing when you're 24 seven, like just no one is looking at your ass. Um, and if they are, you just have a giant ass and that's great. I have no ass to begin with, so it kind of like levels out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like if I'm hanging out with other ABDLs, we're going to get drinks or something like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with something thicker, um, especially if I'm drinking because I'm like, yeah, it's, it's going to get let's, used. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, but then if I'm hanging out with vanilla friends, like I'm going to I'm going to take that into consideration as well and determine like what I would be wearing. It may be something that like we're going clubbing. And so my outfit is going to be very different than what I might wear during the daytime and may require something that's a little more concealable. So you brought up how, you know, with, when you're wearing with ABD, with ABDLs, you'll wear like something thicker when you're with your vanilla friends, you'll change. I hear this all the time. People are always like, Oh, I can't be, I can't wear around my vanilla friends. Cause they're definitely going to see, they're going to see my puffy. They're going to see Ow. my puffy ass and all that. 
are, have you have you been able to to get rid of any of these misconceptions or things that other ABDLs think about when they do wear in public, right? Like what you brought up puffy butt, the crinkling sound, um, the the diaper showing from under the pants. I mean, dispel any rumors that are not rumors, but dispel any of that that people because right, ABDLs are always thinking of that when they are wearing in public. Uh, yeah, and I think like in when we're talking about like gay men or folks in the queer community, I think everyone's a little more handsy. Um, yeah. So that's yes. that's something to to consider there. I don't want to say that there is no risk because there is still that chance that things are noticed, right? Um, but really, like no one is constantly looking at your ass or your crotch, uh, especially folks who don't really know you. Um, so I think it it is like padding up to the degree that you feel comfortable around other folks and then like like I said reworking your clothes a little bit or considering what you're wearing and then diaper up in relation to that but like no one is really looking or unless you have like the handiest friends in the world it's not really going to be a thing um I do have one instance however where uh I was at an event and someone came up and slapped me on the ass uh, at the end of the night after a few too many drinks and there was definitely a thud uh, oh, no. <laughs> and it was not the sound that you might normally expect from someone's butt when you slap it did they so, react to it they did they were like what wait what was that like that was not your ass I'm like yeah no that was my ass that's fine uh don't even worry about it so kind of just like brushed it off as much as possible and <laughs> oh you didn't tell them you're just did like no it's just my ass no, that's just my ass. Like, it's yeah. You're like, here, have another drink. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it can happen. Um, and I think that's that's a risk you have to take and something that you have to realize that there could be those instances where someone does find out. Um, yeah, someone yeah. brought up in the in the Twitter feed that you should just prepare yourself to be caught. Would you agree with that statement that you should just always have in the back of your head, like, yeah, this this is a possibility that I can get caught, and am I mentally prepared for when that happens? One hundred percent. Yeah, and I think it's 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 being comfortable in the space and being comfortable in that decision uh, is a big thing. Um, though, like I think a lot of people will advise you to just say like you know it's like it's a medical thing. Um, like, have you used that phrase? I've not. I've not actually had anybody confront me about it or wow. actually like see it in person. So. I have been very fortunate in that regard um, and like knock on wood that I don't have to have that conversation. It's not something that I really want to like voice on other people. It's right. for me. Um, and that's, that's more or less it. So I'm not trying to sort of push my kink onto other folks without their consent, of course. Uh, mm. But yeah, it, it's been one of those things. And I think I've gotten a little bit riskier as I've set up like, grinder profiles or recon like i've i've now got a friend who is pinky but not necessarily abdl first like we've we've uh we've started bringing him into the fold uh, i'm expecting my toaster oven any day now <laughs> um but it's one of those things where i think for sort of like like-minded spaces there's a little bit more of an ease as well have you put it on your grinder and stuff that you that you wear Wow. Yes, I don't remember exactly how my profile is set up right now. I think it might be, it might say ABDL. Um, and then it's like kind of one of those, if you know, you know, sort of things. Um, and then, yeah, I think like. Has anyone ever messaged you like, what the hell is this? Or that's disgusting. Has anyone ever like done any of that? No, um, but I do know of someone in the city who is a lot more, um, proud but they're with it like yeah like they're wearing like full-on diapers in their grinder picture um they they have said they've gotten like a lot of like positive feedback they're like oh like what's this that looks cool um but then there are also those like assholes um and we have a lot of like redneck folks up where i live um, oh. i i'm basically in the texas of canada um so <laughs> like there are certainly some like close-minded folks who like go to that you're disgusting like what the fuck is this sort of thing so i haven't encountered it but i'm also just i'm terrible at those websites too um for apps uh, mm -hmm. i missed the whole dating app thing in my life so 
Uh, I have the profiles. Do I use them well? No. So maybe I would get more hate if I was a little on the more, more interactive. But mm. otherwise, I'm just kind of there, sort of like signal boosting to other ABDLs to see if we can find them. If they're not on Diaper Boys, kind of build up the community. You know, you brought up the phrase, I don't want to push my kink onto other people. And I think that is something that, at least to me, a lot of ABDLs are conscious about when they are wearing in public, be it a diaper, be it a, you know, they're in a diaper and maybe on the, a little, on the little side of an outfit, right? Sure. Maybe a little, little more color, a little more overall. Right. Um, is that something that you're constantly thinking about too, as you're making decisions? Like, am I pushing, am I pushing this kink onto people? Or are you thinking the other side of the equation, which is no, this is for me and I should just be proud in what I'm doing. I think that's a bit of a spectrum of sorts. Like you have to be giving consideration to both parts. Um, like you have to think like I'm doing this for a reason. And so like, if I'm kind of like, I guess, editing myself in a way where it doesn't feel necessary, like why? Um, and I think you also have to just give consideration that people are in their own sphere. Um, it's, it's one of those things where people aren't necessarily putting two and two together. If you're wearing something a little more colorful, if you're wearing overalls, if you're, um like decked out in something that feels a little more little like i think if you're going like full little um that's a whole other story and that's something to consider there and what spaces you're in but if you're doing sort of like vanilla little like hit core sort of style um and you're diapered underneath that i don't think there's any issue there um yeah just be respectful to the spaces and the folks around you in that way and i think you'll be fine Let's go into, I asked the question of, describe a time where 27 was the most challenging. Do you have a story for that? Yeah, I think it was in like previous jobs where I was largely working in a, like an open office space. Uh, I think open office spaces are the bane of many people's existence, uh, whether or not they're 24 seven, they're just an awful place to be. Um, and so it was challenging to change in that space because it was a smaller office, not a whole lot of staff, um, pretty equal mix of like male identifying, female identifying uh, folks. So there was a very real chance that someone might walk in uh, to the men's bathroom while I was uh, trying to change. There was mm -hmm. one stall um, and it was a sort of like echoey bathroom too so like the, oh so when you rip the tape off you're like it so loud so loud um so that was certainly a challenge and i think there, there's um what i've learned over time is that to get a change to the bathroom and maybe even from the bathroom because you don't want to leave like a wet diaper in the garbage bin at your workplace where like it's a small place it's there's only so many people that it could be right. um, sort of thing. So like getting the changes to and from the washroom is certainly a challenge. So uh, over time, I kind of developed a, a toolkit of tricks that I have used. Um, I would say having a like cardigan, like a long sweater or something like that. Offices are cold. That's, that's the way I see it. Um, no office is ever warm. So having like something that you can wear kind of, tuck the diaper underneath your armpit and then oh, okay. underneath the sweater uh -huh. and just walk to the bathroom like you normally would and then uh you can then like ball up the diaper uh, i do recommend having some sort of like scent like bag that you can put it in uh that's good there um just to conceal anything and then you just kind of like have the bag underneath the sweater as you walk out um, and you can get it back to your like backpack or whatever and then dispose of it in uh, a garbage that feels more appropriate um this most recent round though i have like bathrooms that are more private that have a locking door that have the space to change they just don't have garbages in them. Um, oh which is 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 odd right uh so it's one of those things where I have, I think it's this, like the paperless bathrooms, you know, like no oh, paper towel anymore. Right, so green. exactly. Absolutely. Um, 
So it is easier for me to get there because I'll like, I have a uh, a man bag that I carry around with me that has man the bag. in it. Um, and I just will use that, take it to the bathroom with me. And generally I'm like going for lunch. So I'll take that and then I'll find a garbage that I feel comfortable tossing that into on the way out. Uh, so it doesn't look weird that I'm taking my bag to the bathroom because it's just on the way of going out. Uh, but that was always a big concern for me too. Like, how do I do that? So. Right. Yeah, you bring up a really good point because um, in the advice that a lot of people put on Twitter was to have a deco change kit. And you brought up that, you know, sweater, scented bags. I'm guessing, does your does your man bag uh, have wipes and baby powder and oil in it too? Uh, this might be controversial, but no. Okay. Um, and I think this has to do with like staying hydrated and like the smell and scent and everything. And it's like hygiene as well. So like keeping everything like clean shaven down there is big. Um, hydrating enough so that your pee just doesn't like smell. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and like powder, it becomes tricky, like especially when you're doing standing wall changes, um, right. which is something that you kind of have to perfect you're going 24 seven um but no wipes you don't have any wipes no what do you use to clean yourself just toilet paper um so it's very clean pee <laughs> maybe don't include that part that's weird i'm sorry <laughs> no i we're diving deep into this idea of clean pee <laughs> only because only because someone did write in the advice column that um please be ultra hydrated or not ultra hydrated yeah. i think ultra hydrated is what you're doing um but be hydrated not be so concentrated not be so yellow yeah one it's... for hygiene reasons but two fun fact from uh casey strom from abu mm -hmm. he also said that the diaper works better when the pee isn't so concentrated see what you're saying is because you're basically pissing out water you don't have to do the wipes is that <laughs> what i'm hearing yeah and i have very like my skin is not sensitive. Um, I've learned over time. So it's not like any issue there. It doesn't tend to smell. I'm like very conscious of that. And so. Um, but you're also clean shaven. So you don't have to worry about the smell as much. Yeah. Is the clean shaven a, a byproduct of being 24 seven or that was always kind of your body hair preference. And this just kind of helps with that. Yeah, I would say it's like largely preference there also like nobody wants so like for chastity and other kinks and things like that having hair down there is no good so don't want anything to get what about baby oil because someone also said you know because on top of being hydrated you know for smell mm -hmm. for the diaper use and all that for hygiene they also said um you know, to prevent rashes. Rashes are a huge thing when people sure. think about 24-7. Is there any care that you take to prevent rashes as you are 24-7? Yeah, change when you don't even think you need to. Um, I feel for folks who have had to go through rashes uh, and knock on wood, that's not something I've actually encountered as an adult. Um, so I've been very fortunate there. I think it's probably also a bit of a byproduct of not messing. Um, mm where my skin is less irritated by it. Um, I'm not generally wearing for overly extended periods of time. Um, and I do stay hydrated. So it's better for like, it's not going to be like attacking my skin. Uh, but I do suggest like one of the biggest things is change even when you don't think you need to. Um, sometimes if you if you have that opportunity to change and you don't take it, um, you might find in an hour or two, you're like, oh shit. Okay, well, I probably should have taken that opportunity. Um, and it's also that time where it's like, yeah, like if you stretch it out too long, that's when you're going to start to smell. That's when it's going to start to get like, um, so even if you're like, I still have a, like, I think I have like three more hours in this diaper. No change. Um, like don't, don't try and push it to its limit. That's when you're going to leak. That's when you're going to start to smell. That's when you're not going to be able to change. Um, so really what happens if you're a money time. person like me that's like oh i need to get every dollar out of this diaper is that just a reality that i have to tackle that like no just take the change you don't want to risk smells leaks rashes yeah a little bit and it's also like giving consideration i, I think in a lot of cases this is when i'm at work um mm. where i'm like i'm not gonna push the limits on this one i am going to change 
Um, those are generally cheaper diapers. I'm not breaking out the like premium stuff for that. So it's a little easier for me to be like, okay, this is fine. I can do this. Um, but I, I totally, totally respect that. And like, I get it. Um, there, there are ones where I'm like, I don't even want to use that. It was so expensive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I have a couple diapers like that too, where I'm like, I'm saving you for a special day. I don't know exactly. when that special day is, but I'm saving it for it. I, I still have, um, some Abina S2s in the plastic bag that I will never use, but I've got them. Um, it's just like, it's, it's. Like I should put them in like a memorial. So they're like a Star Wars yeah. action figure. They're in a case. It's <laughs> labeled. It has the year you bought it. Exactly. It's yeah. it's priced for three thousand dollars. <laughs> well, and so it, it's it's funny that you bring up sort of the uh, wanting to get the most out of something because I think to kind of going back to um, even just clothing, I find it very challenging to find diapers that actually fit me well. Because mm. um, you're so small. Yeah. Because I'm so small, like it's it's one of these things where there's just not a lot of availability in the market. Um, hence why I bought up ABU's stock of Tenemaxis when they were on sale. Um, I bought all of the small cases and I've held on to them and I use them for like, if I'm wearing a suit, those are great for that. Um, but now to find small diapers, I think like I can find better dries. And I think that's a full stop uh, mm -hmm. in Canada. So it's it's really challenging to find things that are like not going to be absolutely crazy because otherwise I'm using like medium ABUs or small Mega Maxes, which fit like a medium ABU. Um, and those on me are like almost tapes overlapping sort of thing that are a oh. little too wide in the crotch. It can get a little bit risky as far as leaks. Um, so it's it's having that variety, but also like having daily drivers that you know work for you um this is also my chance to plug my uh <laughs> get on my soapbox about small diapers because they have like started to disappear uh we had them before and now they're just gone what so, would you like to say to all the diaper companies right now go I, off well I, I told a couple of the abu staff at capcom i'm like I'm very disappointed uh but we're <laughs> we're a rare breed i understand that uh that there are not that many people it's a small market for smalls um uh, but just just one <laughs> one just bring back would, one just give me an great. option yeah or if north shore could start selling the supremes up in canada that would be great yeah or just come <laughs> visit us in the states more often i don't know oh absolutely no and that's okay so um and not to jump off onto something else but like when you're traveling uh-huh uh it, it becomes a unique situation as well so uh, like I said, when I first started this stint, uh, I'm now 320 days in uh, okay. as of when we're recording this. So when I started this last summer, I shipped a case out to where I was going to be staying. Um, I was there for a month and I knew I was going to use them all, basically. Um, but I was staying with my parents, which then became tricky. So oh, okay. What I did there is I used my connections within the community. And I think that's something that has been very beneficial to being able to stay 24 seven is like supportive friends, community within um, ABDL world. And so had a case shipped to their home and then kind of like used them as my, um, as my storage facility of mm -hmm. sorts. And mm -hmm. so like would take it kind of like a bag at a time or two bags um and go that way and i brought just enough with me that i would have like i think a week um just in case things went sideways to stay on the topic of traveling is there any advice you would give to someone that who that does travel a lot and i know a lot of abdls in the community that their job allows them to travel to different cities is there any extra advice you would give to them because i know someone brought up in the comment section that like you know going back to the you will be caught or there's always a possibility of going of being caught. Um, I've told the story of when going to Capcom, I was pulled to the side and I had three TSA agents check my diaper. Okay, yeah. So is there any advice you would give to someone that is traveling and going through to TSA and being 24-7? Uh, let me ask you a question first. Were you wet? 
No, because I've heard a hundred times that uh, you shouldn't go through TSA wet because that's what ticks it off. No, I was just, I was just super, I was not wearing a, a, what did you call it? A, a, a functional diaper. I was, I think I was wearing like a little Kings or something like, you know, something super puffy a little bit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like I've gone through wearing, um, like slightly thicker diapers, like paws or things like that. It hasn't been an issue there. I've never been pulled over. It's funny. Uh, because my partner is actually the one that generally, uh, gets snagged at security, but he's not even wearing, um, oh. he will like bring the diaper with him in his carry-on bag. It will go through security and then something will ping it off. And so he has this story about when he was coming to Capcom, um, and put it through the security checker, uh, the scanner, and then he gets to the end and they're like, we just need to check your bag. And so the, um, I think this was on the Canadian side. So the, the CSA uh -huh. uh, person basically starts rifling through the bag and then pulls out a preschool. Okay. And then kind of like rows it like up. So it's like, like what in the is air? this? And then the thing just like kind of unfurls. She's like, oh, it's a big diaper. And like, that's never happened to me. <laughs> but again, it's this reality that something could happen. You got checked. Uh, I've heard of other people getting checked. Um, is he dead CSA though? Is he just standing there just like, oh my God, what have you He's done like, to me? Yes, it is. And <laughs> can we wrap this up? Um... So he's had that happen and he's had it happen a couple of times where he's just got them in his carry on and they, they open them up and there it is. Um, and you're and just now, like standing in the corner. Like I am glad it's not me. It's not me. And I'm like, I'm the one wearing one right now. Like he will not go through security wearing one. And I'm like, no, I'm like, it's fine. Um, I find it such a pain to find a washroom to change at an airport. Um, mm. Like, just no good spots there and you kind of almost have to be a little bit ballsy and be like yeah okay i'm gonna use the the main stalled bathrooms and just not give a shit you're not gonna see any of those people ever again anyway yeah um so that, that's kind of the thing there but yeah security i would say maybe choose clothing that's not so flashy um feels a little more vanilla um you could opt for just medical style uh mm -hmm. there like even a mega max is like pretty inconspicuous when it comes to what it looks like and when it's dry they're still pretty thin um so it's it's giving consideration to that as well i know for me when i went through tsa or traveling i was wearing a onesie and so now looking back mm -hmm. as you were saying that story maybe the maybe the little snaps is what snaps. gave it away yeah yeah so i never wear onesies through the scanners um actually i rarely wear onesies uh unless i I'm like going for a look. I don't oh. find them functional. I actually find that they cause more leaks than anything that they sort of help with. Because it holds the diaper closer to the body. Yeah. Yeah. And like as you're moving throughout the day, as you're sitting, it's just kind of like adding additional pressure to it. So um, I think if you're concerned with your like anything riding up or anything being seen, like if you're leaning over, that sort of thing, a tucked in t shirt is good or like wearing higher rise pants, I guess, uh, making sure that you're not sagging anything like that, wear a belt. Um, but I, yeah, like onesies, onesies to me are purely for the ABDL, for the AV side of things when I'm like mm -hmm. hanging out at a party, that sort of thing. Uh, they're, they're not a functional piece for me. You brought up your partner. Is he ABDL? Yes. Yeah. So I, I mentioned, are you padded earlier? Uh -huh. Um, which unless you've been around this community for the better part of a decade, you're probably, you probably are not familiar with it. It was of the same time of like ABY. Um, and so we connected through that, um, actually through his roommate at the time, they kind of pulled me into a, uh, a meetup, like the first ABDL folks that I ever met. And mm -hmm. yeah, we, uh, we hit it off from there. So we've been together for, 12 years wow that's so long yeah it's forever wow, in gay right? years forever in gay years i think like forever in abdl probably too um not sure how much how long the average abdl relationship lasts. but he's not 24 7 
he is not 24 seven. He is the more of a seldom wearer for sure. Um, I try and get him to wear good nights to bed all the time, but just happen. Hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, so he, he will wear and he is in the community, but I think I am more of the hardcore. What, you know, I think, at least for me in my wearing journey is I'm always a little conscious about my partner and, you know, wearing mm -hmm. smells and all that. Of course, your partner's ABDL. Has anything, has wearing 24-7 changed your relationship in any way? I know you brought up it makes you happier, but what about the relationship itself? Has, where, has being 24-7 changed that dynamic at all? Um, I think there's sort of a, uh, been a slight shift in our sort of, dom sub dynamic not that we really have a strong dub sub dom sub dynamic but like he'll be like a little more cute with me and um kind of like take on a bit more of a big role at times uh the ab side thing for me though like i am i'll get into like a little space but i find it very challenging and it's not something where i feel as comfortable um, I think even with him, I think there's like a, a like a dynamic of actually being in a, a relationship together where I can't let go in that same way where I might with like another caregiver type. Um, but there's been like slight changes in how we engage in that way. But otherwise, he I think he sees the benefits in how I feel better about things, like how I'm just generally more happy, um, more level-headed all of that sort of thing not that i'm an unreasonable person if i'm not diapered but like i think there's just been like slight tweaks and shifts that he notices and so he's very supportive of it there like i said he was the one that basically raided my underwear drawer when i was away mm -hmm. um so there was that dynamic to it as well uh the one thing so we do have one rule and i think i guess my pee smells more at night um and this is the like changing frequently so you don't smell um but i have the one rule is that I have to wear a dry diaper to bed. Oh, that's a fun little rule that you guys have brought up together, though. I think that's mm -hmm. a, an important conversation to have. If you are going to be 24-7, there should be gives and takes on both ends. Absolutely. Very fun. Can I ask this question? And you can say if it's a little too much of a question. I always sometimes find, at least for me and my partner doesn't wear, that sometimes the diaper gets in the way of fun time. Okay. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> right? So sometimes like he's in a mood and he's like, hey, do you want to take it off? Has that ever come up in your in your relationship where maybe being 24-7 has put a wall up? Mm, yeah, so that like in some of my earlier stints where I was like giving it a go and it just didn't work out. And then I think we like I... I jumped off the boat for that one. Uh, there were concerns there. Like I had concerns that I was being selfish, um, mm -hmm. that it was like me doing something I really enjoyed, but maybe he wasn't uh, getting the same sort of benefits out of it. So there's certainly that to consider. Um, we've also worked chastity into a lot of this as well. So it's a bit of a trade-off. I'm not, I'm not a huge chastity person. Like I have the cage and I, like I will wear it mm -hmm. um but it's not something that I would like be like yes like put me in that but it's a bit of a trade-off so if I'm wearing 24 7 then I'm like caged as well so that has kind of helped the dynamic as far as like not sort of for lack of a better term blowing my load when he's not ready uh mm -hmm. versus like on my own or anything like that so we're a little more um able to meet one another's needs, I guess, in mm -hmm. that way. Um, yeah, and it's just kind of being, I, I think it's like, like changing when you don't think you need to change. Sometimes it's just, you got to take that diaper off. Um, at the same time, too, though, like he's very much into some other kinks, and we'll be going to like Dory Alley in July. And so I'm gonna go. We're we gonna <laughs> see each other. Yeah, absolutely. Yay. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping there's an ABDL party. I'm really like, fingers crossed. We'll create um, one. Yes, 100%. Well, yeah, like we just need what, like three vabs? Yeah, there you go. That, that's, that's a party, party right? Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, we'll get it done. But uh, yeah, there'll be times where I'm like wearing rubber, not padded um, and that sort of thing. So 
Uh, it's it's things like that as well, where I'm like, I'm also um, being GGG, so good giving in-game, um, mm -hmm. when it comes to his kinks as well and recognizing that it's not all about me. And so sometimes, like, 24-7 means taking the diaper off and wearing something else. And again, that's kind of that privilege that I have and that this is a choice. This is not a need. You brought up chastity. I want to go back just a little bit because mm. I want to paint the picture. Are you more of a little middle or big? I would, I would, I would say I'm a middle. You're a middle. Okay. I, I identify as a middle too. Do you find that identifying as a middle and wearing 24 seven, do you have to grapple with that? Cause I feel like sometimes being a middle, I'm like, no, there are sometimes I want to like wear my, wear my jock strap. I want to wear mm. my, like, my, like, form-fitting like gym shorts and stuff do you ever have to grapple where it's like ah oh, i'm wearing this diaper i feel like so freaking little i don't know that's something that i deal with in my head when i go for stints of like a week mm. where i'm wearing yeah i think it's 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 my dominance of my dl side that really takes over in those instances where i'm like i just really fucking love these things um mm. so it's it's easier for me to reconcile there and i think when i am when I'm in like a middle headspace, it really comes out more when I'm around other littles. Mm. So I guess that's less of an issue in like reconciling my that identity. Um, and then I guess when it comes to like wanting to wear something more form fitting or anything like that, it's um, again, considering what space you're in, who you're around and what you're doing. Um, so sometimes, yeah, maybe like, if I'm going to be, I don't know, like I probably won't be wearing like tights to a party or anything anytime soon, but if I'm wearing like skinnier jeans, that sort of thing, that's when I'm going to adjust. Um, but yeah, otherwise it, it hasn't really been an issue. Got it. And so. you were saying, would you say that chastity helps being 24 seven? Cause I know someone brought up in the comments that at least for them, being in chastity just helps with the overall maintenance of being 24 seven. Mm -hmm. Do you wear, do you, do you lock up all the time or it's a give and take when you're feeling it, when you're not feeling it? Yeah, no, like I'm pretty much locked all the time. Uh, not, not my first choice, but something that I, I tolerate. Um, Are you locked I do now? Think I, I am. Yes. Yeah. Um, For how I'm, long? Uh, this, so I, I took it off for my massage last week and then had like a day or two off. So I'm only a couple of days right now, but okay. uh, didn't get up to any funny business in the, in the interim, you know? Okay. Um, but I, I, I'm waiting for the new K3D, like the pink cages to come through. Oh, are you going to um, get one? Oh, we, 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 we did our pre-order. So <laughs> on the way, but yeah, I think it's, it's one of those things uh, thinking about like a binge purge or like, body chemistry and brain chemistry like after you like do your business sometimes there's that like post net like what the fuck am i doing um sort of mentality so by not doing that as often it's probably been easier to stick with it just because i have a horny brain does that mean <laughs> you only make stickies in diapers because you are 24 7 uh no not necessarily but okay a, a good amount of time a good amount of time. Yeah. Last 50 times. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, Do you want me to just itemize them for you? <laughs> I want tally marks. <laughs> um, you know, uh, going back to chastity, because you, br you brought it up too, and I wanted to also hit on one point that I thought was important that someone brought up was someone said, understand your skin. Yeah. You kind of said that you don't have as sensitive skin as others, but would you, would you say that that is a huge factor to consider when you are going 24-7 is understanding your skin maybe a little bit more than your average person because just just because you're wearing something that is so close to your skin and it's always getting wet yeah i think so i mean like it's just kind of recognizing how your skin is reacting uh to wearing to certain activities i think i live in a very dry climate uh ironically so i don't have to deal with humidity uh, like some folks in the South or like Eastern Canada have to. Um, I live that life. I know what it's like. And so it's very different wearing out that way in the summer than it is wearing out here. So 
it's understanding those external factors as well and what activities you're doing when you're wearing. Um, like I will run padded. And oh, like really? Some people, yeah. Like people are like, how do you do that? Like that's, that's insane. Like, yeah. How I'll do just, you like, do that? Get rashes. I'm honestly, I don't know. Uh, I, I've, I've run in like a mega max before and it's not been an issue. Okay. Um, maybe it's, Maybe it's my great thigh gap, or um, it's just I have skin of steel. Uh, but I generally don't have issues with chafing, uh, or like like I said, do not recall having a rash as an adult. So I think it's really just also being kind to your skin, letting yourself air out, um, like frequently, like after you shower. Give yourself a little bit of time in between, and just kind of like chill out if you can. Um, Someone brought up baby oil after a shower. Do you do any of that? Yeah, no, I, I haven't really. Like, I'll, I'll use baby oil every once in a while, but it's really not like a skincare thing. It's more of just like, I want that center, <laughs> that, that sensation. That, that oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So, no, it, it's not really been anything for me there. And even then, like powder and stuff like that, well, it's nice to have. I don't necessarily notice a marked difference in how my skin reacts so you just go without it powder or without um so i think it is it's it's understanding your skin seeing what happens in certain instances whether you're using powder or oil or if you're wearing too long and determining like what happens like what what was the cause there if your skin is irritated um or if your skin's happy just kind of keep going on like keep it up um i think a great thing about going 24 7 and staying well hydrated is that it's good for your skin everywhere do you work out padded because you mentioned running but do you like actually go to the gym and padded and all that yep you're never i don't know every time i've done it i'm always like there's sweat there's piss it's sagging i don't know Mm -hmm. it's just i always feel so self-conscious when i'm at the gym padded i've only done it a few times there's so many people on twitter that i do follow i think it's so hot I just, I can't bring myself to do it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the times I am wearing more of like a good night or a pull up uh, if it's like a group fitness thing. Mm. Um, but if I'm going to like lift weights or something like that and it's just me solo, yeah, I, I might wear like a tab diaper um, instead. And then it's just, again, it's understanding what you're wearing and the activity that you're doing. Um, even on I leg day? Say, even on leg day, yeah. Um, again, I have no ass, so it's not like it's going to be breaking out of the, the padding <laughs> or anything like that. Like, it's all just aspirational. Um, yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, and last thing on the advice list that other people brought up was um, expect leaks at all yeah, times. Le- yeah. leaks, are, leaks are inevitable. Would you agree with that statement? Yeah, wear dark pants. Um, <laughs> so you like only you- have black pants. <laughs> I mean, like I've got, I, I, I run the gamut, but if I'm at work, I'm wearing dark pants. Um, yeah, like I'll go more colorful or with like lighter stuff on top, on my shoes, my socks. But yeah, I'm wearing dark pants to conceal any sort of potential leaks. Um, leaks will happen. Uh, you could wear like plastic pants or like the uh, more of like the, I don't know what the material is, but it kind of like a waterproof, but still more of like a cloth exterior kind of pants. I think Greer's has them. Uh, but yeah, leaks will happen. Uh, even if you're wearing plastic pants, even if you're changing frequently, uh, things will shift, things will move, uh, and they will occur. So like no, no diaper is infallible. And so there is always that reality. Um, I'll I don't generally bring an extra pair of pants with me because like if I'm leaking, it's not like a delicate. So, so bad. It's just kind of like a little spot. Exactly. So it's like, it's, oh shit. I feel like that's like, that feels like a leak. Uh, I'm going to go and deal with that. Right. Right. Do you, you brought up plastic pants. Do you, mm-hmm. do you wear those all the time or no, those are kind of just a. They're just I... a, like an occasional sort of thing. If I'm in the mood, that sort of thing. They're also like, again, uh, kind of like onesies, more of a fashion statement than they are a functional thing. Um, in some cases, though, like if I'm 
feeling like I just want to like push something to the limits and I'm at home and um, that sort of thing or going to the movies. Um, yeah, might toss on the pair. Love going to the movies diaper. Yeah. Also very it's dangerous. Only, it's the only way to do it, honestly. Like how honestly, long is the though. average movie now? Like, yeah, you, you're going to miss something um, unless you're diapered. So like I, I, they should be handing them out at the door. Right. We could talk for hours about being 24-7. That we, I, we could attack this monster at so many different <laughs> angles. But let's finish off with, if someone's been considering going 24-7, what would you tell them? Yeah, I think realize that it's expensive, but that you can make it work for you in a way that feels right. Um, like, look at what's available to you, look at your options, and determine, like, what feels like it's going to work for you and also understand that it may not stick the first time uh like i said it's been basically a nine-year process for me to get to this point where i'm coming up on a full year um and it's been a lot of learning and a lot of trial and error so be kind to yourself um like don't be upset if you're like ah like i i lasted two weeks and that's it Maybe you lasted two weeks this time. It's kind of like chastity. Like, do it for a little bit. Maybe give yourself a break. Come back to it. Try it again. Change things up and see how this next time goes. And maybe you'll get to the point where you're like, I have this down. Like, it's easy. And now I can, like, toss out all of my underwear. Maybe you're not going to do that the first time around, but give it a go and see how it feels. What you might need to tweak. Make those tweaks and give it another shot. I love that you said that. Be kinder to yourself. If there's anything that I've learned through doing all these interviews is it seems like the resonating advice is be kind to yourself because I feel like with kinks, we have such high expectations on what it should look like mm -hmm. and not what it needs to be for you. And I love that you brought up be kinder to yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of gatekeeping in every kink community and you just you can't get into it. Um, so yeah, do what feels right for yourself and you'll be fine. Awesome. Well, thank you, River, for coming to Newsies Nook and talking about being 24-7. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you. Bye. Bye. kiddos before we go i just want to do a quick shout out to the nyc abdl group for what looked like a great Folsom street east the pictures looked cute and the story sounded very hot also shout out to the abu team for what looked like a fun and well-attended boston invasion event all these events are making me super excited for door alley in san francisco coming up in a couple weeks i'm gonna to try to stay locked until then so until door alley feel free to message me all of your soggy messy gooner baiter all of the content, so I'm just straining until then. All right, kiddos, I gotta go change. See ya. Bye.